Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 309, Charleston World Podcast, recording in the basement. A couple weeks ago, same group of five people sat down and kind of made our predictions about coaches. Lurs said he was right. If someone wants to fact check him, I didn't get to listen back to our episode. I think it was 307, maybe it was. Uh, but here we are. We'll intro and then we'll dive into it. Lurs, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, got a little dog in the house now. So oh, yeah, that's right. Things are uh, things are moving, but it's nice. <laughs> things are good. How, yeah, so everything go good? You told us you were getting it a dog that weekend last time you were on. All the, yeah, guess... things have gone well, I'd say, overall. It's a little... A little too attached to Catherine, but it's a gift. It's a gift and a curse, you know. <laughs> Very true. Have you had any accidents yet on the floor? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, not, but he's small. He's small, so it's easy. Okay, nice. All right, there you go. No, so, no, hey, no moon pies being laid. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's good. That's always good. Good on that. So, Lurs, where can the people find you if you want to be found? Uh, Twitter, Harold Jenderson. Yeah, you can find me there. All right, perfect. All right, Duvall, beat me here. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's just got to be a full full moon for me to beat the host <laughs> online. And, and I'm usually the last one. Everybody's usually waiting on me, man. But uh, I'm doing good. Can't complain, man. Um, if you're looking for me, just Duvall, Instagram, Rod versus Duvall on Twitter. All right. Then Jeeves, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, work was a little slow last week, so but it's it's Supposed to be a little bit slow this week, too, so I'm happy for that. But um, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 all across the board. All right. And then, Caleb, how you doing? I know you had a long weekend with a 24 hours Lamar. You Are you back in action? You at your house now? Are you still in Florida, or what's going on? No, we're here. Okay. Yeah, we're uh, back home, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was. A, I'm still recovering. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty long three days, but it's all good. Um, and it's at Caleb Combs at Twitter and Instagram. All right, for me, Gerald Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch podcast, Facebook, and then the Beards Watch Twitter and Instagram, and then obviously all the wherever you want to listen to your podcast, we're on there. And then obviously our YouTube is They See Me Rolling, Burial Carts, Brewer Reviews, Taste Test. We'll have our Super Bowl video out as well. And then that'll be our last uh, football content till probably the, our draft reaction videos we do as well. So subscribe to that. And maybe, I know I was tweeting with Lurs about on The Last of Us, if we can get enough people to watch Last of Us, we might do a little season finale Last of Us watch party. I don't know. We'll see if that's in the works, depending on what Sunday it falls on. So, But that seems to be a little popular show going on now as well. But let's dive into it. The Panthers finally have a head coach. They did his, finally had his press conference today. Feel like might as well do a podcast with everybody since we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Let's jump it out. Lurs, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I like it. I mean, I was pretty, I mean, like, I'm always pretty excited when there's a new season. I can convince myself there's <laughs> good things. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't really want Wilkes back. And unless it was with Frank Wright as the O coordinator, right? So, okay. it's not, it, I'm not, like, gung-ho excited about it like I was when we hired Matt Rule. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting here. I don't know. I'm kind of sitting here a little lukewarm on it, but I like overall. I like the direction. I like the fact that we went with a coach that we haven't ever gone with before—an offensive-minded coach. Um, 
I people say you know we got him off the trash heap, but I'm, I'm like, what are what were our other options realistically? Anyways, I'm yeah. I'm very I was a huge proponent to trade for Sean Payton, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to give up what they gave up. So I'm really happy with how I'm honestly happy at how it turned out. I'm glad we kind of struck first as well. Um, but I think I, I I like the hire from Tepper. I like it. I like that he didn't do what everyone you know said. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, Caleb, go ahead. Fire <laughs> off. No, I, I think Lewis took the words right out of my mouth. I mean. Pretty much echoing everything he said. Uh, you know, I think, you know, my top of my list was Harbaugh. That wasn't going to happen. And then when the Peyton name came up, I, I really liked it, but I, I hated the compensation that was named for it. Um, and then it sounded like nobody wanted Peyton. So I don't know what was happening in those interviews, uh, whether it was just the full control or the compensation that was scaring people away. But as far as Frank Reich, I mean, we knew about Frank Reich last time we did this podcast that they talked to him and none of us said we really wanted him. <laughs> um, but I think at the end of the day, when it got down to probably Frank and Steve and then Kellen Moore, if that's true or not, I don't really know. But between those two, you know, I kind of had hoped it would have been a Steve Wilkes head coach and Frank OC situation too. But I mean, looking back on it, I, I think it's a fine hire. I, I think it's a, you know, I think, Hiring Steve Wilkes would have been a really safe move for Tepper and something that had a ceiling to it. And I think Frank Reich is a guy that could actually bust through that ceiling a little bit as long as he has a good D.C. hire. And we hit on the quarterback. And I think that's kind of what the – I think that's what the hire is. The guy's a great QB evaluator. The guy's done a lot in this league offensively. And he's innovative and he's a leader. And I I think it's – I think – it could be good. And, you know, I, I was the same way as Lures. I love the Matt Rule hire. So I'm trying to take a step back and just see what happens with this one. But listening to him in his press conference, he's, he sounds like an adult and he sounds like he knows what he yeah. wants. And I think it'll be a good relationship with uh, Fitter. So we'll see yeah. what happens. I think the good thing is he's, he's been in the NFL basically his whole adult life. So, he you know, yeah. we swung yeah. complete opposite. As owners tend to do, they go to the complete opposite of the previous failure, right? We had Matt Rule, who was barely an assistant for one year at New York Giants, to now Wright, who was drafted in the league, played in the league, coached in the league. Like, he's been there forever. So, it'll be interesting to see. And I do think, you know, one thing, like you you know, you know, brought up the press conference, I thought Tepper really went after, oh, he said, like, all the, all the rules now are going after offense. It's, it's for the offense. There's no defensive rules that are coming in. So, we knew he kind of wanted to swing offense the moment Rule was fired. We kind of knew he wanted to tank the moment they traded Christian McCaffrey away and, and somehow Wilkes was able to pull these wins out and, and our division sucked. So it kind of like, as we talked about weeks past, kept the motivation and stuff alive. Yeah, I, I really like with Adam, the more I thought about it, the Pittsburgh game and the Tampa Bay game just stuck in my mind and I kept going. And the fact that he kind of is a branch of – Rivera, and yes, we talked about the positives of Rivera, but he did have a lot of negatives. And now McDermott's on the hot seat up there with Josh Allen because he's kind of got a little bit of that Rivera in him. You know, it's so. And, and if you step back and look at Tepper, he probably said, wait a second, I just fired Rivera three years ago. Why would I want to hire a guy that literally was on that staff? You know, yeah. you know, kind of stuff. So 
again, te- you know, keeping my expectations like, okay, let's see what we do with the quarterback position, free agency, all that kind of stuff. But it, it did sound like a guy, a professional. I do think he completely dodged the real turf, an artificial turf question, like a pro. He kept saying he couldn't hear it, he couldn't hear it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, we'll do it. We'll, we'll listen to what the players have to say, but the players got to remember that they're players and listen to coaches, and coaches have to up, answer to upper management. So I thought that was really interesting and kind of hilarious in a way where he just didn't answer at all. And then I think they asked Tepper it, and he re- as soon as someone asked Tepper, he said, oh, I'm done taking questions. And then I think Fitterer just said, oh, that's a question for somebody else, pros and cons on both sides. So they seem to be getting better at this. You know, Tepper, at least he admitted, he admitted his mistake. So that was a good first step of regaining some ground. Admitting yep. he fucked yep. up with rules. So that's – he's still in the shit house, but at least he's I, – I respect when people admit their mistakes. Well, and, I, go ahead, Lars. And I, t- I tell you what, rule probably made it easy for him to say that out loud. <laughs> yes, because, yeah. After all the shit he's been saying for the past two months. Yeah. Happy birthday, rule, right? <laughs> yeah. It's his birthday today. So oh, yeah, man, I that. That oh. was a plus one. That was a plus one on Tepper. Plus yeah. one on Tepper for me, at least with that comment. <laughs> yeah, agree. Oh, and, and I – I do like that he kept uh, the offensive line coach and the special teams coach, the two areas that improved the most. You know, we did hit on – Big time. I, yeah, we did hit on thinking if Wilkes or Wright would stay however it went, but obviously Wilkes being a prideful man, it sounds like he may go to San Francisco and be in the D.C. there. And, and quite honestly – for him. He, yeah, and he – not that he didn't deserve to be a head coach, but he probably needs a little bit more building – just because he, you know, he had the one year in Arizona, the one year in Cleveland, and then washed out and was at Missouri, defensive coordinator. So I'm sure to build his resume up again, you know, it'll help him out to go to such a strong defense. So looking and forward not to- for nothing, being the DC, getting hired as the DC for the best defense at football. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna be paid well. He he he, he deserves it and. You know, good for him. I, I truly felt bad for him last yeah. week. You know, just because I, I I sat here on this podcast and said I didn't want him, but I still felt bad for yeah. the guy, uh, just because he's a good dude and he does he deserves a shot. I just I didn't want the shot to be with us. So. Yeah, and it, and, it's, and it, like you said, he's from he grew up here, went to school at App, and he talked about how this was his dream job, and it would suck to get your dream job and then kind of. He was given somewhat of a chance, but not necessarily unless he, I think, won a playoff game. Maybe he sticks around. I swear, he beats Tampa. He's the coach. I okay. swear, if he beats yeah. Tampa, he's the coach. Fair enough. I so, I mean, that. to me, he had his shot. You yes. know what I mean? I'm with you. Now, and there's a, a million excuses one way or the other, but he had his shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it sucks. It does we, suck, but it doesn't because I'm glad we didn't. And we talked about it. He went 0-2 in divisional road games that could have put him first in the division, lost them both, mm-hmm. lost to Pittsburgh that would have put him in the playoffs, lost to Tampa that would have put him in the playoffs. It's just like you can only – 6 and 6 and only beating one team over 500. Did he actually do an incredible job? But yeah. that's already been discussed. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it yeah, is what it is. Moot point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is what it is. He's a good dude, and I hope the best for him. I just think the writing's on the wall when you have eight offensive coaches – you're interviewing for your head coach, and then you have Steve Wilkes. And, uh, you know, the, the young coordinators were would have been exciting, and to me, I, I wouldn't have minded them going that way. But I think Frank Reich has a lot of untapped potential. The dude went to Indy. Yeah. He, he went there thinking Andrew Luck was his quarterback. <laughs> Andrew, he, go, he wins a playoff game with Andrew Luck. Then the dude retires a month before the season, and then they're scrambling for four years trying yeah. to figure it out. So, so – 
He had an over 500 record. He went to the play. He almost had a winning season three out of the four years he was there. It's just like I, I think if if they can hit on the quarterback, which we've talked about before too, get the head coach right and then go get your quarterback. I think everything's in place for them to be really successful with this. And, and before yeah. I let Duvall jump in here, and it's weirdly like we're set up to where you could should be able to drop a quarterback in there. Because yeah, last year we talked about they it. They talked about it today. Yeah, they got the left tackle, right? We've been talking about that forever. And the offensive line stayed healthy till that final game, but still they had pieces. If they add a couple more draft picks or some, some middle and free agents in there as backups or you know reassurance, defense, a couple pieces. But literally this team should compete right from the jump. But before I – go ahead, Duvall. What, what were your thoughts on everything? Well, well um, and I think I kind of kind of echoing everybody else that spoke too was like, I wanted Wilkes, um, but the way I wanted was like worst case scenario that if it wasn't him, the head coach was able to keep him on staff. But I get it. Like, like as a man, it, it's kind of difficult to say, okay, I put my best foot forward. You put your best foot forward. You get the job and I got to sit behind you. I get it. Like pride aside, like you, I get it as a man. Um, so, and I wish him nothing but the best in San Francisco. And also a part of me, like I understood their decision to go the route that they did um, just strictly because if you look back to all the coaches, okay, you went defense, 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 defense never got us a Super Bowl. Now granted it got us there, but ultimately when the offense needed to make a play, it didn't happen at least in 2015, 16, but um, also kind of to what you said about it being with uh, Rivera being under his kind of his window, his umbrella. Um, Wilkes was there. Reich is, not really there he is but he's not um and also you're still able to still keep the same narrative he was the first ever quarterback that we had here with the Panthers so um that's going to be a good thing and I think the same way said the same way that Wilkes was kind of shafted in Arizona I can understand right getting shafted when he was in Indianapolis so at, at that same time I don't I wasn't upset I just wanted anything but rule <laughs> also, like I said, and I still and I, and I did have a soft spot for Wilkes, um, and and also just just and y'all know me like I would have loved to see another black quarter black coach in the NFL, and I would have loved for it to be a black coach here with the Panthers. So I was able to see it for three quarters of a season, and it was great. I loved it. But the only person that we have is it's not really. I mean, you got Tomlin in Pittsburgh. And he is a staple, but I would love to have somebody else and give somebody else a shot just because I know how difficult it is. Um, but I say all that to say that, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to what's next. Um, kind of like everybody said, I just hope we hit on the right quarterback. But he definitely sounds like an adult at the press conference. He's, I know it, when, when shit hits the fan, he's not going to throw a quarterback or any other player under the bus. He's going to be really, really professional. And that's what you need. You need somebody that's going to be a leader and is going to be a professional and is going to be able to have people want to rally behind him. And I think he has that. And um, I'm just ready for any type of football now. Because, I mean, now that we've had this, and, of course, the Super Bowl is coming up, but now it's just like, shit, man, I'm ready for the Panthers to see what they can do. But that's where I'm at. Jeeves, how you feeling? I mean, I was always the one that wanted Wilkes. Um, just to give him another <laughs> shot with like a with the full season of uh, with the guys that he has, but Frank Wright's not a bad a bad uh, deal for us. 
Um, like Caleb said, he took him to the playoffs, thinking that Andrew Luck was going to be his franchise quarterback, and then he retires on his second year. Um, I'm just, I'm like, y'all, I'm just ready for the next season to see what he can do, and if we hit on this draft pick that we got coming up. Yeah, I do wonder who do we think he's going uh, coordinator wise. I think he's going after that Ooh. that QB coach from and Philly, Philly, Ben yeah. Johnson. I think mm-hmm. it was um, Ryan or but, from Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah, he actually yeah, yeah. he was yeah. wasn't he the head coach at Florida when Anthony Richardson was quarterback there as well. So we're gonna go ahead and start oh, shit. spinning oh, those up too. Was he yeah. the head? Well, hold on. Was he the head? I didn't know that. I don't know. Was he? I don't think he was a head. Was coach. Head, was he? I don't know. Jeeves, hit us the Google. Hit us with the Google, Jeeves. What's his name? Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. That's it. I'm getting yeah. wrecked up here. And and I, so it's, it's going to be a black dude that shows up, Jeeves, just so you know. It's a black dude that shows up. <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared. <laughs> apparently, he uh, apparently he he did, he was at Florida, and he's like the next rising star. Yeah. And then and then apparently Wilkes presented him as the OC as well in his interviews. Is the rumor? Yeah, is that which is Will, probably why there's a little bit of a correlation to where it's like, right. okay, well, clearly this guy can do something. Yeah. Well, I think Reich, I think Reich and Wilkes brought him up in there. And Are you sure like, it's Brian? I thought so. Right. Type in Brian. Brian because Brian Johnson, Florida. It might be B R I A N. Yeah, it's Brian. It's Brian Johnson Eagles. B R Y A B R I A N. Um. Yeah, and he, he there's a picture floating around of him and Anthony Richardson yep. together. Yep. So so uh, I'm telling be, you, man, it, it's all smelling like candy right now to me. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I got a sweet tooth. I got a sweet tooth. <laughs> Let me ask you this: with now now that we know what we know, how much pressure do y'all think on Frank Reich to win next year? I mean, he's got to win. Well, nine I think a lot. Games. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the offense has to be good. Yeah. yeah. And with the have, well, bottom line, it's to me all that matters is the quarterback. To me, temper's fine if we show we have a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, because I think we'll win if we have a quarterback. Yeah, I, and, and I mean, I could I could see us missing by a game, yeah. but as long as we got someone to staple down for years to come, I think uh, I think that's what it is. It's the quarterback. And, it's all on the quarterback. A lot of pressure. Speaking of, uh, he was. Go ahead, he Gene. was the quarterbacks coach at Florida okay. with Dan Mullen okay. as the head coach. So then, they, when they oh, when they okay. cleared out, when they cle- when Dan Mullen got fired, then he must have found another gig somewhere and worked his way up with the Eagles. Um, yeah. Okay. But okay. what it is interesting, right? I he guess was the offensive only, coordinator and quarterbacks coach for a year. Okay, there it was. But you know, uh, Tepper did learn. He only did a four year deal. So as you're saying, Caleb, yeah. does he expect him to win? I, I'm sure he pitched. Look, I'm not going seven years. Learn from that with the rule, but you will get extended if you go playoffs. You know, two two yeah. out of three. So, well, did you notice today in Reich's uh, in Reich's press conference? And this had to be a clear uh, indication of that meeting with Tepper, where Tepper knows he screwed up giving rules such a long leash because he said you can turn a championship or, or a team at the bottom to a champion in one year. Yep. Reich said that in his press conference, and that was just such a slap in the face to, <laughs> to rule. I mean, it was. <laughs> That had to be part of his pitch, right? Yeah. Like, we're Absolutely. making the playoffs next year. Absolutely. Had to be. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and, and one thing one thing he has in his chamber is, like, his offenses, I'm pretty sure three of the four, they were top ten, right? And yeah. one of them, the other one was, like, 14. 
Yeah. He made and he had, he had Carson, Carson Wentz, who was well, he had Carson Wentz, who was dog shit, and <laughs> yeah. threw twenty-seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Right, and what they do that year? That was when Jonathan Taylor led the league in rushing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so to me, it shows like I don't know. I just I like it. I, I, I like just, it. I mean, I think, it is funny though. The the Colts have a lot of similarities to our team now. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. You know I, what I mean? Like I, I hope he learned from his mistakes. I was going to say, how odd is it that he's been going through the exact same thing that this franchise has been going through with with quarterbacks? I mean, he's had a different quarterback for four straight years, and, and they yep. all and it's been veteran after veteran, which makes me think both sides are like. Screw this. Fuck this. We're picking who we love and we're going to get them. And Fitz said as much today. I, I think yeah. though, I, whether it's at one or three or five, wherever they trade to, if their guy is there, they're going to try to go get him. Which I think I think is another pitch that made the two sides yep. fall in love was both of them have been going through the exact same stuff and are tired of it and are just like, let's go get our guy. And they picked the one guy out of the bunch that was a quarterback guru that knew how to pick a good quarterback. So I think the writing is so clearly on the wall that it's finally going to happen. And yeah, he was the OC when Wentz well, and, was on the MV, was on the MVP, MVP train until he tore his ACL yeah. and then helped guide Nick Foles through that great playoff run and win the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots. So, I mean, he's got that. And I do think it, it'll be interesting, you know, today Rappaport put out like a, oh, Panthers could be interested in Carr and Brady and whoever else. And I'm just like, it's again, we've been saying it for months now. That's over. And again, as yeah. Caleb just said, they have the. It ain't going to be Carr. Yeah, I, I pray to God not. But we, the good thing now is we have the ammo to go up from the McCaffrey trade and get that guy if yeah. they want to. If they want to sit back and wait. Now, the ironic thing is the Colts are sitting there too, finally having the opportunity. What are they like four or five to be able to get their guy as well? So it'll be interesting couple months here to see how it shakes out. If you want your guy and your choice, you have to get to one or three probably. Yeah. Um, Because there's, I mean, any you're going to get the third or fourth option anywhere past four probably. Um, So which is a little worrisome because I don't I don't know how. We're going to jump that. I don't want teams. Levis, man. I don't want Levis. Well, that's the other thing is if you stay at nine and you're going to select a Levis or Richardson or, or something, you're going to have to get a veteran. And and that may be Sam Darnold. I don't know yeah. who it is or Jimmy G or something. But, like, if you're going to stay at nine and do a Richardson or Levis, I don't think either of those guys are winning you week one games. But but I think somebody like Stroud could come in and run an offense mm-hmm. yeah. right away. Agreed. So, I mean, again, I don't, I'm not declaring which quarterback I love, but Stroud feels like the guy out of this class to me. So I, I, I'm i all in. I would trade the next three-year first-round picks to go to one. I'd, I would give the next this year and the next two years, nine this year and then the next two-year first rounds to go to one easily. Which I don't know if they'll have to do that much, but they'll definitely have to give up next year's, but they might have to give up next year's first, well, second, and fourth. The, the, like yeah, because they have more of those, but the Niners gave up three ones to go up to three, correct? Uh, and my concern is going all the way up to one and passing Houston, who may try, try yeah, to trade up, I mean, Colts, who try. You're going to have to outbid all those guys being a nine, yeah. which, you know, would have been taken care of if we just lost a bunch of games this year instead of pretending to be good. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the, and the, well, the, the problem. Teams, teams in Charlotte 
don't do that. We've <laughs> seen it again with the basketball team. You only the only way to do it is you start Jimmy Clausen at quarterback. That's the only way to get to the number one overall pick. So and we, we just didn't have so that we guy. Tra- we should have traded for Zach Wilson. <laughs> he looks like Jimmy Clausen. He does though. That's very true. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so, uh, but then who, who do we think DC wise he's going to bring in? Defensive coordinator. I wish it, I wanted Fangio, but uh, yeah. That's not going to happen. So there, there's been two names: the Richards or R- Rickards from uh, the New Orleans, which has some ties to Reich. And then I've heard the the guy from the Jets, the safety yep. coach from the Jets, that's also he's called pretty, plays at some point. Um, and he's pretty hot commodity, I think. He's yeah. he's interviewed with a couple, so yeah. I don't Those know. Two, I mean, I don't know I'm just interested to see who we hire. You know what I mean? At this point. I don't really have a favorite. I want one of Fangio, too, and it sounds like we were close. Yeah. I mean, we offered him the cash, yeah. so Miami had to match it, and Miami well, did. And I, OC, I don't even know if it really matters because right, it's going to be Reich's offense, and Reich's probably going to call the plays. Uh, but it'd be nice to have a quarterback guy like a Brian Johnson or somebody like that as the OC, just almost like an Eric Bieniemy to Andy Reid kind of thing. Yeah, that could that could come in and learn for a year, and then yeah, maybe start. Could, <laughs> we can get Eric Bieniemy. He's he, he, yeah, he might end up in, uh, with <laughs> old Ron Rivera. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that also said maybe Gus Bradley. He's still under contract with the Colts, depending yeah. on how who they hire or whatever. Which I wouldn't mind. I mean, that guy obviously was a great DC, not as great as a head mm-hmm. coach. But I am interested to see who they go and kind of. It's a different style we may see here. And then, what you know, do we move Chin to linebacker? I think that's going to be a move. Like I think oh. a couple positional players. Does uh, Adam's right. favorite player, Shaq Thompson, stick around? Does he get cut? I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of moves that could be made here soon, but once the staff's put together, we'll know. Does somehow, I mean, I'm guessing we're staying in a 4-3 defense, but, I, it, you know, how does it shift if he wants to go to a 3-4? I don't know. It's a funny It's a funny feeling having to worry about a D.C. hire. Because yeah. usually we were worried about the O.C. hire. Yeah, we're usually like, okay, whoever the D.C. is is going to be the head coach's defense. It doesn't really matter. And now it's like, okay, now we got to worry about who the D.C. is. It's a... <laughs> somebody else on the staff to somebody else on the staff to rule bringing in somebody he's had for years and years. And now it's like, oh, shit, we got to worry about this this year. <laughs> Which, it's funny you yep. brought that up. He, he didn't touch Phil Snow anywhere near Nebraska. No, yeah. which is strange. Yes, no, I, I, I remember. I just out of out of curiosity, I, I was just googling it. Like, why did why didn't Phil Snow come? And no one really says anything of why. It just he went with some other guy or whatever. And I just wonder how that relationship might have soured in the NFL because it seemed like you know I, I'm sure we talked about it when uh, Shaq Thompson did that interview a couple weeks ago and how he mentioned a, an All Pro and a. Uh, defensive player of the year was trying to give him suggestions and everyone came out and said it must have been Stefan Gilmore of how you got to change the defense and he wouldn't listen if yeah. Rule finally learned like alright this guy's getting too old now where I, he's not listening to suggestions and the young guys aren't going to like it so I got to let him go but I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit because he'd been with Rule for damn near like 30 something yeah. years you know so yeah. he's probably old yeah. Too, just like I ain't going to Nebraska. That's <laughs> yeah, true too. When do you just enjoy your money in life? So, <laughs> or, or maybe he just finally realized Matt Rule's just full of shit. Yeah. 
took him 30 years to realize it. <laughs> true, too. Very true. Have you, have you guys seen his uh, his tour of emojis on Twitter? Like, he just tweets out emojis every day? I think he's finally <laughs> no. going insane. I think he's finally... Well, he's now, he's now back to being able to be that control of everything, and he can tweet and be fun about it. Whereas, you know, the NFL fans are going to get on your ass. And Nebraska will, too. But right now, it's like, oh, rebuild. They to love me, him now, yeah. that, that, that first game, primetime Deion Sanders against Rule, I mean, that to me is like sit down oh. and watch that college football game whenever it rolls around. Because I hope, it's the, I hope they beat it. They play week one yes, real? they play week one. Oh. Like the two polar opposites of NFL, I mean, college football coaches. I hope. I mean, so you bad. couldn't script that. I'm sure this game was scheduled like 22 years ago because of how college football oh, scheduling yeah. does, especially Colorado and <laughs> yeah, Nebraska. Yeah. But, like, how could it – That's it. you couldn't get it any more perfect than that. I, I would pay every dime in my bank account to watch Deion Sanders beat the shit with his bare hands out of that rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I would pay any amount uh-huh. of money. I'll be, I'll be in front of a TV for sure to watch that. I yes. did not know that shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, what do we – What after these coordinators, what do we think the next move, next step in our eyes should be? Quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Start. I mean, I mean but, but also it's the draft. quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and yeah. To, I'll I'll take it a step further. I feel like you still got to see what happens in free agency too, because yeah. who knows? Las Vegas, who picks ahead of us, is that might need a quarterback. If they do some shit with Carr, if yeah. Rodgers doesn't go there, or Brady doesn't go there, so then you're like, well, shit, we're gonna have to trade up ahead of them because they might take Richardson or they might do some shit. So it's a couple of pieces to me that'll have to fall into place, and then you're like, okay. You got to do the pro days. You got to yeah. do the combine. So then it's like you, you'll see, and then you'll evaluate Young's actual size, Stroud's actual size, Levis' size, everybody's size. So then you know the analytics and all the measurables, motherfuckers, is gonna be like, oh shit. Well, his hands is too small. He's gonna have to drop, or he's actually six two and not six three. So you know you gotta. I, I think that's kind of the next thing, which is obviously next month at the end of well, I think it's early March. But um, just really Which seeing what happens with that. Draft or free agency? Free agency. I wish it was the option. No, 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 no. no, no, no free no, agency's no, no. in March. Combine's first. Combine's the end of this first, month. Then free agency. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, draft so. is after free agency. Yeah, yeah draft's at the end of April. April. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like him to see. You got a while. I'd like to see him go after an edge rusher and a tight end in free agency. Kind of lock those right. two down, and then I mean, obviously, if one falls to you in the thirty, that what thirty nine, that's great. But I, I'd like to see him kind of lock those two positions down in free agency, and then I'd start calling the Bears in late March and start trying to angle your way up to one. Start telling them you're in to he, to make sure that to make sure they call you if another deal oh, yeah. comes down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, so yeah. I will no, say I could, on top I'd of look what, at Gilmore if we could afford it. We need another corner too. I mean, bring Gilmore back. Uh, but is it? Didn't he do a three-year deal with Indy? Uh, Google man. Uh, the one thing I will say though is I do think one of those four is going to slide again. Is it going to be because like dude, like last year people had Malik Willis mocked to us at six, yeah. and he went to the damn third round. So if it's if it's Levis, is Richard, is, does Bryce Young all of a sudden, like you said, Duvall, show up and he's 175 pounds and the teams are like, yo, 
I can't. Tell that guy not to eat anything. Yeah, like, it, <laughs> and, I, all, like to, Aaron Rodgers slid to twenty four. I mean, so somebody's gonna slide again. Not saying that Caleb's plan is wrong. If you, as they said, if you love a guy and you have conviction, by all means, we've been in this quarterback muddy water for forever. If you like a guy, go get him. But it'll be interesting to see. Like Duvall said, with these intangibles coming out, how's it going to read and what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, there's going to be some freak of an athlete, not a quarterback, that's going to that's going to excite people. That's going to help help us be a well, trade up or not, or you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's the the other side of it is we you know four quarterbacks could go before us, and then one of these D linemen that are going to could be yeah. the best three people in the draft are there at nine, and it's like. Well, I guess we're waiting another year, you know, but that's, again, <laughs> it, but again, it's like if we do get a Jimmy G or something in free agency, it opens that door up a little bit as well. Um, yeah, we'll see. If I had to guess one to slide, I'm going to, I would say Levis. Yeah. Today. Though, yeah, it's, it's wild. People are, it's, it's so funny now that we've been in social media age for so long, the, the clickbait stuff, like where people mock Levis going number one overall or the Colt, like they just want you to click on it because they get paid by clicks and ads being there. And you just know like, okay, I mean, could it happen? Absolutely. Anything could happen because it's the NFL draft and stuff like that. But, you know, I know there was a thing like Levis is not showing up to the senior bowl. He's not even like, and I know they were talking about how like when Herbert showed, everyone like was, I got to see him throw live and they talked to him. And they want you to be a competitor. I do think that's going to start hurting Levis if he's not showing up. And I'm going, we all know against air he's going to throw rockets. He was doing it. But I, I agree with Caleb. I think that might be the one guy, if he starts being a little bit stubborn with some stuff, that he could slide down. But, it, I, you know, Stroud showed it against UGA to me that he proved, like, okay, he can play in big-time games. The kicker lost it for them on that one. Uh, I'd be happy with Stroud. Richardson, I think, does have more development there. But he's just a freak of an athlete, and maybe, like you said, working with – I'm sure that's where he kind of pitched with Temper. Like, look, regardless of who we get of those guys, I can help mold them and, and bring their game up. Look what I did with Carson Wentz. Look what I did with Nick Foles kind of thing. Look how Jacoby Brissett, I brought it up. So, But I just think that's – now, so, go ahead, Duval. I was just going to say, so when we, from a quarterback perspective, what are your thoughts on, like, is Stroud the only one in this draft that you're okay with starting week one? Because I mean, I, I mean, even, even whether he falls or whether we trade up, whatever the case is, and I know he's not gonna fall tonight. We got to trade up, fuck that. But um, do you feel like he's the only one that we can start week one? No, Bryce Young. I'm of the Bryce mindset: Young. Okay. whoever you trade up for, you start week one regardless. Uh, yep, agreed. Now, if, start of week one. If you draft him at nine, uh, I would disagree with that but if you're trading assets to go up and get them i would start them week one and just throw them in the fire like he did with cam and i know cam i want us a freak and i know there's downsides to that but the nfl is so different than it was 20 years ago where where right. i mean frank wright is was literally started the first three games of this franchise's history and then was benched for a rookie in Kerry collins you know what i mean so like to, to me if it, it I don't think Richardson's ready to start week one, and I hope if we get Richardson, it's at nine. I don't want to trade up for him. But if you trade up for a Stroud or Bryce Young, I'm starting on week one. Yeah. I'm starting off any of them at week at, one. I, I, even really? Richardson. Yeah, even Richardson. Screw it. Why not? <laughs> Just, we can run. We can let him throw 15 times max, you know what I mean, and run the ball all, all game until he's comfortable. Yeah. I say let it ride, you know what I mean? And I think that also gives Wright a little bit of a cushion too, if you start the rookie week one, you know what I mean. Yeah. So then you, you, 
you can measure his improvement a lot easier too than rather than a 12 game if you get a full 17 game schedule compared to only like seven or eight yeah a lot more to have so, to worry about I know especially if you don't trade you'll have your picks next year and I mean every year there's supposed to be a better QB class so I'm I'm about I'm gonna stop saying that yeah because I, I just said I say that every year so I'm at the point now you guys have convinced me let's just go for the rookie. I don't care which one it is. Just do it. I do care. If it's Levis, I'm nervous. But anyone, anyone, I'm nervous. But I don't want him. So I think he's garbage. I like you know it's it, scenario like Caleb said. If you're trading up, I do think just because I, I Matt Patrick Mahomes went tenth overall. He sat his whole rookie year. They had Alex Smith. So if you got a Garoppolo. If you got somebody and it is a Richardson or a Levis and sits behind, again, I don't think you're finding a Pat Mahomes in this draft. I don't think anybody thought they were finding a Pat Mahomes in that draft. But the Chiefs traded from 27th overall up to 10th, and it only cost them a a third round pick, Extra which is first. wild. No, it was it was just a, a first their first that year, and then a third that year. Like it was wild. It wasn't oh, even shit. that it, that crazy of a trade. The Chiefs trade their first round pick and a third round pick in 2017. Oh, and then the tw- their next year's 2018 first, yeah, so they, two ones. Yeah. So only two ones, but they were a playoff team because they were picking 27th to go get a guy, which was even yeah. you know you knew you'd hopefully and they did go to the playoffs again, then lost and let Alex Smith will trade him to Washington and all that stuff. But to me, I guess it's just about a plan. I want to see a, a more mm-hmm. if it's. If it is a veteran guy, let's see what – like, let's not necessarily – I guess maybe you wouldn't want to tip your cap, and if you do sign a guy, you're not going to tell him that he's going to start, right? You're going to have to say, well, we don't know. And is a guy going to not going to come here like a Garoppolo if they don't get a chance to start? I don't know. Who knows how all their mental gymnastics well, work. But I just want to plan where if it's sign a guy and draft a guy, let him compete and go from there, not the back and forth and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully the Garoppolo and stuff is decided before we even get to the draft. Yes, like I'm hoping right. we know, I'm hoping we know the quarterback room minus a rookie by the time we yeah. get to the, you know, not like this Baker stuff that Think happens. It'll look like a, I hope we either sign the car or the Garoppolo beforehand if that's the route they go. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean it's going to be a lot more expensive to get to one than it was to get to ten that year. Yes, because yes. we're and we're going to be competing with like six or seven other teams probably trying to do the same thing. So. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, and again, I don't know anything. Stroud, I know there's a lot of people who hate Ohio State quarterbacks and don't believe in them. And mm-hmm. Stroud had the best wide receivers and running backs. Yeah. In, in the too much talent around him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So who, yeah. who knows? But I mean, Justin Fields looks like the guy right now, and he came from the same system. So he uh, slid all the way to what fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah. somebody, yeah. somebody yeah. is he's going to slide. He's good running. He's good running the ball. No, he can throw. He can sling. He can sling yeah, that he rock. Can sling the ball. I can sling it, but they, look at his numbers, though. They don't. They don't know. Look at them receivers. Their receivers is. Whoop. I'm just saying. There's yeah. a reason yeah. why they're the number one pick. Their yeah. offensive line may be worse than their receivers. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've heard that for years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, It'll like I said. It'll, it, as long as we get a plan put to place, I think that's where I'm at. If it's a, if if they go all in and they do that, uh, that's cool. At least it's hey, here we go. We gave the three ones up. We gave whatever. Or if they can somehow keep it at two ones and a couple of those McCaffrey picks, which will jump me into my next one. Yeah. I'm not ready. I don't know how you guys are. You can say who won that trade between us and the Chiefs. I mean us us and the Niners, obviously. Because to it's me, still too early. Still too early. We got to see the picks. Early. 
Uh, Both now, of us. Now, I'll now, go with if the, they would have if they would have went to the Super Bowl and won it, yes. I would have said they won. Yeah, and I'd have been pissed. I agree. Well, I, I agree. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, I'd have been happy for McCaffrey, but I'd have been pissed. I was like, damn, man, we traded his ass, and the next team that he went to, they won the Super Bowl. Agree. Yeah, but it's still too early because now the fucked up part is, is unfortunately, he's kind of in a tough spot because they don't really know who their quarterback gonna be. So because shit, Purdy oh. played halfway decent, even though. He gonna probably had that Tommy John shit or whatever it is with his elbows. <laughs> he's pretty much shot. And then I don't know how uh, the other guy, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, Trey Lance, and then you got Garoppolo. Yeah, so they are like you know, and and also like, I, and you know this, and we talk about it all the time. Every team's got a window. I don't know how long that window is gonna be for San Francisco. Yep. The same right. with Buffalo. Buffalo's window is slowly closing. They just don't know the shit yet. Well, everybody else knows. It. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know so. Once he was traded, I said, I said, if, even if they win the Super Bowl this year, we can't say we lost that trade. Like, let's yeah. just wait and see what happens. But at the end of the day, they traded four first-round picks. I'm sorry, four picks this, this year to get to the exact spot they were in last year. Yep. And, and still lost. So uh, the, yeah. uh, running backs yeah. don't win you don't win you football games, and they traded four picks for him. So he tried uh, to though. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't think they make it as far this year without him. Because yeah. I don't think that yeah. their, their mm-hmm. offense had so many injuries with Debo going down and quarterbacks that having Christian as a safety valve all year was huge for them. So yeah. do I, I don't trust them to stay healthy next year. Like, I just don't, knowing what I know and seeing what I've seen the last few years. So I, I think it's still too early to tell. But I would say this year both teams are probably better off the way it ended up happening. But – at the end of the day, San Fran traded four picks for the same place they were in last year. So, Well, and I, to your point, Caleb, the running back thing, what the Chiefs only ran for like 32 yards and won yeah. that game against the Bengals. The Bengals only ran for like 28 yards, and they were still yep. in it. So it is kind of funny. I mean, the past four or five years now, every team that's won the Super Bowl has had a guy that's just like a who at running back. Yeah. So you and, and, and look at the Chiefs. They're running Pachanko, who's a seventh-round pick out there. So it really can be – as long as your system's there and the guy doesn't fumble, he doesn't turn it over, he knows what he's doing, you don't need to invest that kind of, you know, that money and the time and position to it. So if we can develop the that. Patriots for, for 20 years. The yeah. Patriots for 20 years never had a big name running back. Well, well, they well, just, Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon. Corey Dillon. I'll give him the draft him. Exactly. Yeah, they traded him. They traded him for him. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get your yeah, point. I mean, I mean, like – they threw whoever yeah, left. Yeah, what Stevenson was. Stevenson was. He's good. He was seventh round pick. Stephen Jackson yeah. too. But Stephen Jackson for a little bit too. Running backs can any running back can be good if you have a good offensive line that can yep. block. You know what well, I mean? Well, look at ours. I mean, we traded McCaffrey and our running game got better. That's true. Yeah, and yep. I think the McCaffrey trade pays itself off not only in the picks, but then it pays itself the next year with all the money that's freed up. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to me, it's a win-win trade. Or we win it. There's no we got ripped off because it's a high-paid running back, which is not the equation to a Super Bowl, and I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. He had the second-best running back season of all time four years ago when he won, like, six games. Like, who, yeah. you know, yeah. like, what was he doing for us? Um, so I love him, and I was pulling for him too. Yeah. But, like, I wanted him to win, but. No, I didn't. I didn't, want him, I didn't want him to win. I wanted him to lose. I'm glad they lost. Because I, I wanted him to win. No, no, no. I wanted him to win. Because it would have hurt me more because it, it would have been like, damn, if we could have just built that offense. But they didn't win, so we're all good. We'll see how it goes next year. But 
you know, if they had won the Super Bowl, I was with Duvall saying they would have won it because they would have got a Super Bowl. They didn't. They fell short. Their quarterbacks all died. I mean, that's just a wild string of injuries. Every year it happens. Yeah, so, cool. like, it, it, you know, we'll see how it goes there. But now, hopefully we can – obviously, we don't – you never hit on 100% of your picks. But either you use them to trade up or you, you at least take more, you know, darts at the dartboard per se. And But then to your point, what – do you re-sign Foreman, or do you let him go explore? Because what's the price now, as you said? And I think, to your point, it's Adam... Price point. There's a price point. The, the following year, I think we have like scheduled $118 million in open cap space. This year, we're already at negative, but I think after that, as McCaffrey comes off the books, I think uh, whoever else is left that was on there, that we've dead they'll money... They'll cut out. But they'll cut offline. They'll restructure. Oh, shot. yeah, yeah. They'll, Robbie they'll Anderson's fine. probably done after next year, yeah. so... There's a lot of those that open up, and the only guys we're paying right now, Shaq Thompson. I mean, Icky's in the top ten, and he was a fucking first-round pick, a rookie. So there's nobody we're really right. paying besides Shaq Thompson and DJ Moore. And if you Burn, go rookie, you if you go rookie pay, quarterback, you Brian Burns. yeah, you're gonna have to pay Brian Burns. But again, he still you could you could franchise him and, and hold on to him. But you've got 118 million, I think, next year that's already open. So as long as they don't fuck that up. You know what I mean? Then you have a lot more options, but yeah. get your quarterback this year. And, and well, that's a, a rookie deal. A yeah. quarterback on a rookie deal with oh, all that dude. space in the future, you are set pretty. Yeah. And we I can mean, get whatever receiver we want, whatever yeah. safety. Like, we can do whatever we want. And we'll already right. think of this. We'll not only have a rookie quarterback deal, we'll still have our prime left tackle yeah. on a rookie deal. And Milton will still be on – his deal because he'll get more in his next year. So I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. let's ride. I mean, I, mean, you, I think we signed Bozeman. I, I think we need to sign yes, him back. Yeah, and I agree. Bringing Camping back, I think it's all setting up for that to happen. They seem to love it here. So yeah, do that. I mean, Jacob I'll mentioned. Like Jacob mentioned the Bengals a few minutes ago. They only ran for thirty some yards. These dudes picked in the top five twice in a row two years ago. But you know what they did? They found yeah. a they found a head coach that was innovative on offense. And they found their quarterback, and that's all that happened. They still don't have an offensive line, but <laughs> but we somehow do. Still, yeah. Yeah. Somehow they still get there. Yeah, but guess what? And we do, have... and we have an offensive line. Hopefully, they just found the coach. Now just go get the quarterback. And I mean, you see what a franchise can do, and they're probably set up to be one of the best teams in the AFC for the next ten years. You know, but Burrow's still in that rookie deal. They've had yep. that. They have the cap space to work with. So their window's looking really good for the next three years. And the Bills are kind of at the end of that window because Allen just re-signed for a gajillion dollars. The only team that's kind of, you know, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Well, the, Chief, the, Bro- Chief, the Chiefs have Mahomes on a bazillion-dollar deal. Beat the odds. But that's... Mahomes is just God. Yes, you exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean he's the one. Him and Kelsey. Yeah, and every time, Kelsey Kelsey him, yeah. Yeah. every time I bring up, you know, Moving up for a quarterback, Jacob said, "Don't worry, Mahomes was drafted, and we're fine." I'm like, "Okay." But 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 the thing is with the Chiefs, though, they're finding guys, they're starting guards and centers in the fifth, sixth round. They're finding running backs, sixth, seventh round. Also, scrap heap guys, Jarek McKinnon, who signed for a big deal with San Fran years ago, blew out his knee, and that like they're adding the cheap minimum veterans. They're you know. Uh, they paid Valdez Scantling because Green Bay wouldn't, but they didn't pay overpay him. But he's still a great like. So that's the they key. Got the the from, yeah, yeah, I mean they overpaid. They kind of overpaid shitty receivers, and they're still fine. Yes, 
Yeah. Well, and they got rid of Tyreek Hill because they couldn't afford him, and he was their best receiver. Yep. So it's just yep. kind of my long shot. But Mahomes just is so good, he can make anybody good. You know what I mean? And Andy Reid's offense. Yes. I mean, has yeah. receivers it's wide open good. all over the place. Yeah. It's like Kyle Shanahan. Anybody can go be a quarterback for Kyle Shanahan yep. and be yep. successful. Brock Purdy would have been on a practice squad in Charlotte. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? He would have oh, and he yeah, got cool. the start. So um, it's just what the way it happens. God, what was I going to say? I had something really important to say. My mind's a Tonight, well, sorry. it's cool. I mean, like you said, it's quarterbacks on the cheap deal if you can build around it, and then hoping your draft and your, you know, your talent evaluation can be good enough to fill those yeah. holes when you're paying a quarterback fifty, sixty million dollars a year, and that's kind of yeah. where now we're to me we're going to get to see if Fitterer really is the GM. That's the next. Is the seat going to get hot for him? He got to help pick this coach, but now with no rule in his ear, and though I think Wright said. He gets to make the final yeah. – he gets to make who plays and who starts and all that stuff, and Fit has the final 53, so that's good to go yeah. there as well. That's what I was going to say. Did you see the article that had uh, ranked the 2022 rookie classes and it had us dead last? No, I did not Panthers. see it. No, had, I did not but see that, that but, but that's the point. I mean, obviously we hit on Icky, but pretty much nothing else from the rookies mm. last year. Um but dead last out of all 32 teams, we had the worst rookies, according to this article. I don't know okay. if that's true because we found a franchise left tackle. Yeah. But, yes. but but like, but my point is you have the people like the Chiefs who are just getting these no names, picking back ends of every round and still hitting on these picks. It's, yeah. There's going to have to be some pressure on Fitterer yeah. this and next year to get this right. Yeah. Because it, it's time, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree, and that's where we're at. I mean, I'm trying to – so the rookie, it was Icky – I know Brandon Smith was going to probably get some more burn, but then he hurt his thigh like week 13 and got put on IR. The uh, linebacker from Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah, Barno. He played Barno. near the end. And then got, K- I think he got like a sack the last game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and K. Yeah. Mays didn't play because our offensive line weirdly stayed intact until that final yeah. game. I like K. Mays. And I like, yeah, yeah. I liked him as well. Fullback. Yeah, he played fullback, you know, but – I, you know, it, I, I, Caleb Elliott. got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember reading that and remember going over it and being like, well, these guys didn't necessarily play because the guys in front of them didn't get hurt. And it wasn't. Right. And again, mm-hmm. how can you find a franchise yeah. left tackle and be the absolute worth? But again, they right. got to make some clicks and why not throw it up there? Yeah. That You know, the Panthers' Twitter gets, likes to get going and all get hot and heavy anyway. So, yeah, no, to me, these ones now you're having these extra picks. Is really going to come out and, and looking for like a Tommy Trimble to finally step up. Some of those other picks that they made that were supposed to be good are are they going to finally make that next jump? And yeah, would, I mean, would you trade every pick from the McCaffrey and our ninth this year to go up to one? That's a lot. Yes, sure. What's that five? What's that five picks? That's five picks. But it, you, know, I, you keep your one it. next year. Yes. Yeah. I would. Yeah. That's the main thing. If, if you're able, to, if you're able to trade as much as you can and then still keep the one next year, then fuck it. One or three. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I like Young and Stroud. So if you're telling me we can yeah. do that for one of them, I sign up for that. Yeah. At all day. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, maybe Chicago stays at one. Houston takes Bryce Young number two, and yeah. then we go up to three and get yeah. Stroud. You know. No, I could. I I would do that. Now it it would start getting. I, I guess there is. I think you can only trade three first-round picks like three years out. So they do cap it at that yeah. unless you have multiple first-round picks from other teams that you've collected, which we don't. But And I don't know the maximum of like 
10 picks or 15 picks that you could actually put into a trade of however it be. But it will be interesting to see that bidding war. I'd love to know what the asking price is because they can only really get three ones if that's all you have unless you have other ones from other teams. Um, you know, I, I'd get a little – it'd be getting a little funny if you did three ones and then like yeah. two twos, two threes. Like at some point you still need some picks to build around that guy. Though we'll have a lot of cap space in two years, yeah. but you want to replenish some of that. So, but we have been muddling I mean, around. I think, in, they, in I QB think purgatory, it starts so. with three ones, right? That's the starting price. Yeah, yeah. three ones, yeah. and then you yeah. see who will take it. And if no one bites, then that's when you negotiate. And if everyone bites, boom. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Houston. And hell, what if? What if we don't draft someone? And what if we trade back? Yeah. <laughs> Load up for next year. Do yes. what the Eagles did. You know what I mean? I yeah. thought you just said you hated it. Matt Corral's our rookie. I thought you just said you hated waiting, that you were ready. For I know, it. man. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, to me, to, me, to, to, to your point, Adam, it comes back the around. Way, the only way I see us trading back is if for some astronomical reason is all four quarterbacks go before we go. That's the only way I see that. Now, which and is possible. If the, which, I, I'm not yeah. It very well is. Yeah, but, yeah, and then no one wants to trade up. Yeah. Well, right. Well, no. Then there'll be some defenders there. If if all four that quarterbacks far. go, there's some defensive players there that you might be and not even want to trade back. Years. Yeah. And there's two really good receivers that people yeah. in the back half of the first round could trade up for. You yep. know, absolutely. So. Safeties, corners, all that type of shit. Like they offensive yeah, linemen, I just like keep one. And, this is gonna be unpopular, but I wouldn't mind us taking a, a receiver at nine. I mean, if we if we go a veteran route, uh, no, man, not these. I, mean, I, I, I don't think we have a real number two. I mean, one DJ's probably back half the top what twelve or so in the league. I don't like I, these guys. Yeah, let let TMJ get another chance. We got Marvin Harrison Jr. and Musha Muhammad Jr. coming up next year. Let that go yeah, ahead and hit yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. or something. Yeah. That might be another be number one overall. Five. Well, no. The, Caleb Williams will go number one overall next year. But Marvin Harrison uh, might be a top hey. three. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget old Drake Mecklenburg. Yeah, Drake Mecklenburg. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Uh, but, yeah, no. it's It'll be interesting to see how that price goes and where it goes and – where where would you where would then Caleb to counter your question where would be would get uncomfortable where you'd be like whoa that's too much uh, three first and like a Brian Burns or something like that gotcha. like I've seen that thrown out to people yeah uh, you know what I and you guys are gonna disagree with me at this point we've seen so much <laughs> over the last twenty seven years and, and picks don't mean anything to me anymore <laughs> I, I'm serious I mean this franchise can't pick past the first round like. I just feel like we've always had that issue. And uh, you look at people like the Rams, they sold their soul and got a Super Bowl. The 49ers have sold their soul, and they're amazing, and they're in a good place even though they have no picks. Denver doesn't give a shit about picks. You know, like, why are we like this little franchise that can't win anything? Like, (laughs) we got to have our picks. Why? I mean, what has it ever given us? I I mean, seriously. So, like, picks mean nothing to me. I get it. It's a bad way of doing business, and people always are really People, well, according to people, it's a bad way of doing business. I just pick when when good players come in. That's when it'd be uncomfortable for me. Um, but like the next three first rounders, take them. If it means and Shaq, if, 
It's a check. <laughs> yeah. If it means a franchise quarterback, and again, it's tough because you don't know if these guys are actually franchise yeah. quarterbacks. But like, yeah. if it's if you're that convinced that CJ Stroud's the guy, do it. I said the same thing about Zach Wilson four years ago, yeah. three years ago. So don't, don't listen to me. But you know, uh, I think I, I think there's a way to balance it. But I do. I you have a solid point there, Caleb. Where where you know, at some point you got to switch it up and do something different. They went offensive minded yeah. coach. Often there are so many defensive minded guys. You know, you trade them away. The worst part about you know you trade away a future first is you're hoping you're not as bad to go. Damn, we could have gotten Marvin Harrison Jr. because Stroud blows his knee out, Corral blows his knee out. And now you're starting Jacob Eason again for 15 games, yeah. and you're like, damn, okay. Yeah. But again, you, you don't know until you take those swings and misses. I you know Fitter has. Swung and hit some on these trades and missed some on these trades. I mean, the Darnold one, the C.J. Henderson one, but the Chenault one looks pretty good. Um, Gilmore one at the time was good, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I'm with you in a sense. I don't want to, you know, three ones is a lot. You know, the 49ers did it. The weird thing, though, Caleb, is what I don't – the 49ers still have a shit ton of picks because of all the minority candidates that keep getting hired. So that's why they were able to – to swing for the McCaffrey trade because they still yeah. got like three twos, three threes, fours, and it's like holy shit! And, like and three first rounders sound like a lot, but in reality, it's only two because this year you're still yes. having yeah. one. Correct. You're just moving up. You're just giving yeah. the ninth up. So Correct. It's really only two extras, and, and again, you never know what happens. I mean, maybe Brian Burns ends up going for a one in a year or two when he still can't guard against the run. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> maybe true. if we never brought Shaq Thompson back, we wouldn't be in this spot right now. Yeah, no, I don't I, hate Shaq. I just hate his contract. He, fair enough. So, I mean, and he's a, he's really truly the only like Panther guy left on the roster. Like, yeah, he loves yeah. he, lo- he likes saying, the Panthers. Put it clean. Yeah. Put it clean. Put Chin there, and let's move on. I, Chin I, it, seems like a Charlotte guy. Well, well, who Shaq the Buffalo. Who were the? Yeah, well, yeah. Who were the? Because I think Shaq didn't show up today for the press conference. What again? He probably could have other things going on. But it was Dante Jackson, Christensen, Chin. Uh, yeah, I was. I was disappointed okay. that like Derek Brown wasn't there, and because you know they those were the guys that were cheering for Wilkes. Yeah. In the locker yeah. Room, yeah. And, and none of them were there, so that that was kind of upsetting. I was glad to see Chen there. I was glad to see Icky there, you know, because those are the – I mean, I, Derek and Brian were the two I wish were there, and DJ more, I guess. Now, do y'all want to y'all, y'all hear some, like, weird – okay. So, you know how you always do, like, a friend of a friend's cousin told me this. So, yeah, I've told Duval so. this. Jake, I've still, told, Jake went down the rabbit hole. No, I've there. told Jeeves this. <laughs> so, my son goes to, uh, like, speech therapy classes, right? Whereas he's, he has mm-hmm. this thing at Torrance Creek – and there's other parents there, other kids. Well, one of the dads there has a set of twins from his a, a previous a second marriage. His first marriage, his son went on, played at Florida State, played with Brian Burns. This guy knows Brian Burns. He sits in his tickets. He goes over to his house. Brian Burns has a house here in Huntersville. He has a condo in Uptown Charlotte. He wants to be there. And he, throughout the season, when I run into him before we drop the kids off and afterwards, we shoot the breeze. Thought about, you know, obviously everyone loved Wilkes. He always said he didn't think he was going to get the job, just got all that. So today I see him again. I hadn't seen him in a while. And he said that obviously, you know, Burns and them were upset. They thought Wilkes was going to get the job. But the the weird thing is, I caught me off guard, was he said it kind of got shady where Wilkes actually removed himself 
from like from getting an offer because he was so pissed that they actually were he just he thought he deserved he he should have gotten the job because of the job he did was how well he did to finish the season in his eyes. So that's where all, all this kind of I, I no one has reported that whatsoever. But the Kellen Moore finishing second stuff kind of comes maybe that's why. So but maybe that's why. I'm out. Yes, and yeah. and so he was saying that that you can't fuck me. I fired myself. <laughs> and 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 so he he said that to me today again. It's just a, he's actually Mallard Creek football's uh, chap team chaplain, so legit guy, whatever. But yeah, he he. Uh, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, that sounds like it could happen. Like it was taking so long, and he. Yep. Maybe that second interview didn't go very well. Yeah. Yeah. And Wilkes kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like, "All right, guys, I'm out." Yeah. You know, because like, I see this. Go ahead, my bad, Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, the reports that are coming out now, and now everybody's either trying to save their ass or whatever, yeah. is is that, like, Wilkes didn't present a very good staff or plan for a staff where Reichs was so much better. And, you know, maybe it was the Wilkes wanted to keep Holcomb or whatever it was, you know, and they just yeah. hated it, and they told him that, and then he just left. But yeah. I, I can see that. It, what's weird is, like, I never thought Brian Burns gave that big of an endorsement for Wilkes. Like, it always felt like he was asked, and he's like, yeah, we love Wilkes, yeah. Where, like, Shaq and, Bron- and Derek Brown went out of their way to be like, yeah, we yeah. love well, And, and uh, Brian Burns is like that, though. He yeah. just doesn't say much. He, he's very good at kind of not saying Well, and then, he, you know, the guy made the point to say, well, they're all – they realize once it happened, like, it's a business. And that's the thing is I think even Dante mm-hmm. Jackson said it today – like, look, yeah. yeah, of course we would have, you know, we liked Wilkes, still a good guy, got respect for him, but as they all, they're getting paid to play football. So you either show up and get those paychecks or you force yourself out of there if you want to. But, I mean, at the, and, and then to the side point, like, you won some with Wilkes, but as we said weeks ago, if you wanted to keep him around, y'all should have shown up for that Tampa game. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, that's yeah. that to me, you know, Derrick Brown and – Or Wilkes should have adjusted. Yes. I mean, Derrick Brown and Burns kind of disappeared during that Tampa game at, at times, and Brady had all day to throw, and then he looked like dog shit against Atlanta the next week and complete dog shit against the Cowboys. And so, to me, as we've said a bazillion times, that sealed his fate. So, at that point, when y'all lose, you've got to realize, okay, well, we kind of didn't hold up our part and accept it set right. And it's not like we just hired some – Nobody. I mean, right as yeah, Caleb, right. Caleb mentioned earlier, he was like, what, 38 and 17. So he's above 500 with the Colts. And that was winning with Andrew Luck one season and then just complete randos, but kind of just washed up what we did as well. So, And I think I think it, it, it would have been a lot worse looking if it was a, a Stein Scheichen from yeah. whatever his name is from the Eagles or somebody with zero experience. If they were to hire it over Wilkes, I think that would have looked really yeah, bad, and I, I think that yeah. would have that would. Have, but they hired a guy who has experience in the NFL, who's done it, who's won a Super Bowl as a coordinator, who, who's, who's coached a ton of great quarterbacks. It, it's not like they went out and just got a coordinator that's been calling plays for a year and just did it, you know. Well, and remember when the damn Eagles this year beat the Colts. Uh, Sirianni, their coach, was running out of there, clipping him off, saying that was for Frank Wright. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. clearly like the guy, yeah. respect right. the guy. That's the team in the Super Bowl. So, right. if if they're doing that, I'm, I'm, I think that's a good omen for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. clearly, if it was like a Kellen Moore, there'd be some, there would definitely be some 
more backlash. Yeah. Oh, I mean, especially after that final play. Well, especially after that final play where Zeke was in at center. I mean, you, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You, there's no way. If they would have hired Kellen Moore, that would have been a fuck it. That would have been unreal. So at least Wright holds it back a little bit, as you said. He's got all that stuff. And I'm interested to see who, who he does pick off of that Philly staff because there's still a lot of his guys over that. Sirianni picked off of his Colts staff that he took with him because right. Sirianni was with him there at the Colts. So that will be cool as well. Right. And, and like I said, try not to get too hyped about it because it is what it is. We still got to get the wins out. But that's why we're fans. We always talk ourselves. Oh. Even if it's Will oh. Levis at nine, we'll talk ourselves into it until he fucking sucks it, it up. And then we'll be back at this horse again. If, uh, if Wilkes gets hired in San Fran, do we get a third-round I Compen- think so. Because he does. Yeah. I think it's a raise. Like because he was just Is the it? passing game coordinator. Right. Oh, he, he, he wasn't the coordinator. No. no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yes. And, yeah. and, and to, to your to your point, Caleb, and, and well, I it's a win-win about, for everyone. Yeah. Right. And to to your point, Caleb, I think you know at at, at the end of the day, what, what you you might be right. Like Frank Wright could have had a better interview. Mm-hmm. And he, he very well could have just deserved the job more than Steve Wilkes. So nobody knows. But like I said, as one of the few black people that I, I, I understand, like, hey, if the motherfucker beat me out, he beat me out. It is what it yeah. is. But I understand where people are coming from, from the aspect of like, damn, I wish he would have had the job. Hell yeah, I wanted his ass to have the job. I really and truly did. But the problem was, was it just... It just didn't work out, and I think I really and truly think that maybe he presented a whole other plan that everybody was just like, "Nah, I don't know if we can really go with Steve Wilkes' plan." Right. Not to say that Steve Wilkes' plan was bad, but right. it was yeah. just like, "Nah, we did a little bit more." The route that we're trying to go, obviously, this isn't the way that we want to go. Well, so, right. um, it sounds like he ahead. presented the same offensive coordinator as we talked about earlier, and I wonder if him keeping Holcomb as defensive coordinator might have thrown some things off because that defense, like we said, it it gave up and it couldn't figure out adjustments. And even though Peyton Manning said it's the biggest cock of shit that there's no halftime adjustments, I think that's false. He was just saying shit because Peyton Manning. Maybe maybe not for him because he makes them on the fly. (laughs) I think think there's also a big difference between Frank Reich saying uh, Brian Johnson as an OC and Steve Wilkes because this guy's never called plays before in his life for Brian Johnson. And if Steve Wilkes is bringing him on, Brian Johnson's going to be responsible for the entire offense where Frank brings him over, Frank Reich is responsible for the offense and Brian's just kind of his mouthpiece. And you know, you know, I mean, Duvall, I totally understand that point. And there's, some, I there's obvious some deep re- issues in the NFL, right? Like, yeah. it's just, and again, I, it's I probably shouldn't be speaking on this, but it's like, if it, Tepper seems like he wants to fix that side of stuff, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it to me, it didn't seem like that's what he was doing here with Wilkes. I mean, you know, with Suleiman in the front office, all the women he has, he has, you know. The leader, he has two gay cheerleaders. As in, you know what I mean? Like it feels like right. it's pretty inclusive over. There. And again, who am I to say? I don't know. I'm not over there. I don't know what Tepper's thinking. But it just felt like Tepper truly just made the hire based on who came with the best plan. To be yeah, right. And like that, I don't know if I'm making an excuse there or what, but it just it feels like that with 
all the answers. And stuff. No, and, and you're right, because, like, yeah. I mean, I, I just analyzed it from I, I tried to take race aside. And I think yeah. that's the problem is it's because, like, there's so much of a issue with race right. and diversity in the NFL. There's only one way that you're going to go, and it's going to go to that. And yeah. I think just because there's not a lot of prominent black coaches outside of Tomlin, like, that's the first thing. Oh, we got another black coach. And it's like, oh, well, shit, okay, well, we've got an opportunity and this and that. But now he doesn't get it. And they're like, oh, well, shit. But yeah. he, he was qualified. He had an opportunity. I think just the one thing that really just, I just hate, I just really, I do believe and hope he gets another shot because he got shitted when he was in Arizona. Yep. Yeah, totally. Like, I really think he, he was shitted. Um, well, then even, but, but even I mean, that like, follow up, Duvall, though, he goes to Cleveland and Freddie Kitchens one year and he got shit on that. Like, he just, and that's the thing is he almost needs like, and then even coming here, he got shitted on. Like, Matt yeah, Rule, yes. Matt Rule, what, yeah. four games in? Like, he, at some point, it does, it does suck that in that, he, will, he, he needs to get back to a stable spot like he was to maybe reconvene with it. But yeah, he's just been in tough spots. I mean, and regardless yeah, of it. And, that's true. Well, I mean, it's got to be his fault at some point, though, right? <laughs> he got to take a little accountability. I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm, and I'm pretty, I don't sure, and I'm pretty sure he does. He has a right to feel that right way. I don't blame I think, him at all. I think Wilkes' biggest mistake was taking that Arizona gig after only one year as a D.C. Yeah. He probably should have stayed another year because I didn't think he had a great year as D.C. We talked about yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I thought our – yeah, but, like, maybe staying on another year with Rivera would have been what was best yeah. for him. You know what yeah, I mean? But but at the same time, Caleb, but to, to your point, like I he didn't have a he didn't have a choice but to take that job. That's fair. Like he, he didn't know like, was gonna come again. Yeah. 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 Totally. And and, and, it's, totally. and for you to get an opportunity like that, yeah. like it's not gonna come around yeah. all the time. Totally. So I think he didn't have a choice. And he probably knew that he had an uphill battle when he took the job, but he probably bet on himself, which is what he did, and was like, Well fuck it, I'm gonna figure it out. Totally so happens that he thought he would have had more than one year to try to figure it yeah. out. Well, and in that Arizona, they finally got rid of that GM who somehow got to stick around after make, making horrible <laughs> pick after pick horrible pick after horrible. I mean, like you said, he didn't want Josh Rosen. Somehow they, they picked him over. And then he getting yeah getting fired for Cliff Kingsbury, who had, who couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes. Back to Caleb's point about Patrick Mahomes always popping up. Kingsbury couldn't win with Mahomes. Mahomes threw it 88 times in a game one time and still couldn't win. But he got a head coaching job and then got to bring Kyler in, and then they couldn't do anything there. So, yeah, man, I definitely I hope he gets another shot. But if he can somehow get – if they can, he can secure something in San Francisco and that defense is already built for his style, two fast linebackers, a defensive line that gets after it, corners that get after it, I think he could potentially parlay that into another gig and at least get some more experience with it. I mean – as anything, you got to take this and just keep growing with it. And it is tougher, as we see. I mean, Demi- look, you got D'Amico Ryan just got hired by the Texans. So that's there. Nothing's all going to be solved. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. it just – yeah, and Adam said, I don't know. He's He's been at one hit. Every time he goes, somebody gets canned everywhere he goes. So I don't – I mean, maybe Kyle Shanahan might help him out because I don't think Kyle's at least getting fired next year. So, but I don't know. And that defense is serious. So yeah. if he yeah. gets that gig, I hope he does because – He'll have a chance at a ring for a long time. I mean, there's only 32 jobs in the NFL. Like, I mean, I don't see anyone champion for white quarterbacks. You know what I mean? So it's all relative. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all relative. Sure. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Wilkes is a good dude. He's a I, He was a great coach here. It, I mm-hmm. think he just – it was 
bad luck because of everything that had led to him having to be good here. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. You know what I mean? I, I, I said, I didn't, he wasn't my top choice and he wasn't, but if he ended up getting the job, I would have totally understood it and rode yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have been upset. So, um, I, I hope. I mean, he should get, get, he should get another chance. I mean, yeah. if he's uh, good, he's better than anybody else. He should get another chance. And I wouldn't doubt that he gets hired. Like yeah. he's, he's, I mean, he's I was surprised than, no one else looked at him yeah. as a head coach. That's what kind of shocked me. Yeah, I, I figured agree. someone else would at least interview him. He, he's better so than I don't anyone know if they else. were just waiting. He's better Go than ahead. anyone else. He's better than anyone else. Indy's interviewed. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's insane that Indy hasn't talked to him. Yeah, yeah I, is, I'm wondering weird. if he like was like this is the only head coach. Like, I don't. It's just weird that they wouldn't. That he didn't get another interview. It is very weird. So, I mean, any argument Wilkes wants to make, I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. Whatever it is. I, I mean, he seems to be taking more of the high road. Yeah. Um, I know, like, that law firm had a statement, but I don't blame Wilkes for anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, I do think he feels he has the right. I do think it does. You know, when he did come out and say this is the only like I love being the head coach is the only job I've ever wanted. As anybody knows with negotiating, once you say this is the top of the top and then you lose it, then it's like, oh, do you even want to be here kind of thing, too? So I'm sure that might have fit. I agree with Adam. I'm surprised the Colts wouldn't even at least put something in. But again, everyone was kind of waiting and seeing. And now with only two left and one of them being the Cardinals, the Cardinals probably aren't going to go back to that well. Uh, no. and, and, I don't, and maybe the Colts, but it doesn't sound like it. I mean, it sounds like Saturday. I think the, the Colts are going to tank again and try to get one of those quarterbacks at the top of next year as well, but uh, who knows? If, I mean, if, if, Jeff, if Jeff Saturday ends up getting that job, Steve Wilkes should add him to a lawsuit. Yes. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed 100%. So. Because yeah. it's. There's something going on there, but all yeah, right. So I mean, we're we're back here. All right, finish your thought, Caleb. No, nah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. We've, we've go ahead. We've, we've hit the we've hit the Panthers pretty good here, but now since we're two weeks out Super Bowl, we got to make our re predictions again. I didn't see what we all plugged last time, but who are we thinking? Niners, Eagle, or not Niners? Excuse me, Chiefs, Eagles. Who's who? Who you got? I know Caleb's probably does not want anybody but the Eagles still, right, Caleb? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't stand it. Um, but yeah, the uh, I'll go. I'll go. I still don't think the Eagles are beating anybody this year. So I'll go Chiefs. Uh, I'll go Chiefs. Thirty-four, twenty-four. Okay. Lurs. I think I'm. A, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Eagles. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, twenty-seven, tw- twenty-one. Mm. Okay. Twenty-three, twenty-three. Actually, 21 doesn't feel right. 22. Okay, okay. Jeez, what you got? I'll go, I'll go Chiefs. Um, Chiefs. 35, 27. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Eagles, but I do think it's going to be high scoring. I just think somehow the defense. Is just it's going to be tough to stop Kansas City. I think it's going to be tough to stop Philly for Kansas City as well. Um, I'm going to so I'm going to say Eagles, Eagles thirty six, <laughs> Chiefs thirty. I 
I'll I'll go I'll go Chiefs as well. I mean, Mahomes is just he just Uh-oh. it's insane how like he made the magic happen. Burrow had the chance. Chris Jones came yep. up with the big like all their superstars came up big, which they don't have a lot of superstars, but having a great quarterback makes up with it. But it, redemption. Go ahead, Caleb. It's weird to say, but if Mahomes loses, he's one and two in Super Bowls. Like, I, I mean, like, he have, yeah. Luckily, like, he got that one, though. He beat Jimmy G overthrew that receiver so Mahomes could get his one. Because if not, he'd be looking at 0 and 3. I mean, yeah, that, it, it'd be a tough, tough look at it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got Chiefs. Let's, I think I put like 35 33 or something crazy. Some random looking score there. But I don't know. It could end up. I don't see it being low scoring, and I kind of with DK like the Eagles have shown up, but damn if I mean if the hardest quarterback they They're faced stacked. was Dak Prescott, they are stacked. But I don't. I mean, it's yeah, tough. It is I mean, it's tough. tough to bet against Mahomes, right? Yeah, but I don't. I think yeah. the Eagles just have the juice this year. I think Fair they enough. just gosh. Now, granted. We've seen the team with the juice come into the Super Bowl and lay an egg. So, <laughs> yeah. who knows? But I just don't think they've played anybody. I mean, that's it, fair. Uh, it, and I'm not. I'm not that guy saying they don't deserve to be there. They, yeah, you know, they won every game. But like, it. I mean, to to have to beat the Giants and <laughs> then a Brock Purdyless 49ers. I mean, it was just like, yeah. It's like what a, what's happening here? Yeah, and. I mean, they may be playing a broken Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on. But damn, a broke broken Patrick Mahomes. That touchdown pass to Valdez Scantling when he like yeah. shimmied up close and still planted off that ankle was just—it's just so wild. And we've tweeted how you watch the Chiefs play and then you watch the Panthers during those early rule games. And you're like, they're playing two different fucking sports out there, man. Like, yeah. it's unfucking real. <laughs> it's so, like, it's cool to watch fun stuff. And it brings you back to 2015 and when Cam was here and how, like, football's fun when you're winning and have great players that can do stuff and coaches that know what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah man. I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. So yeah, all right. Well, anybody got any? Oh, I guess any any final thoughts. The Last of Us is great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No tear jerker like of an episode. Tear jerker. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty good. Yeah, they took uh, the the what the up Disney movie up and just turned it into a a, a gay lover story with the heart wrenching kill yourself at the end. <laughs> but that's what it was. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, it, uh, have you have you gone and watched like video game clips of like each episode and whatever? Yeah, it's good. I saw one where they've kind of matched. Did anybody? Did, have y'all played the game? No, I no. I, I knew about it, but I never played it. So yeah. no, I've never played it. It's I, I, I'm glad. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's I like no HBO. HBO's killing it right now, man. They really yeah, are. They, they just yeah. aren't messing it. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I've enjoyed it. I'm glad we've got something else to watch. And I, I, it's a different little spin on the zombie stuff. I know we've you know we've seen a lot of stuff done on it, but I like the fungus aspect of it. I like how those first two episodes kind of left you with like kind of similar to some of the stuff we saw, but like hey, there's nothing you can do. And then when the woman was like, you have to blow up everything, bomb everything. That was just like oh shit, like yeah. 
and it doesn't feel like it's totally centric zombie. Like they're there, yes. but they're not the whole story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah. so mm-hmm. they have other stuff to it. So it's nice. Agreed. Duval Jeeves, you got to get on it, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll see I what do. I can do. I'll see what I can do. Man. You know, you, you. Able not y'all commit. Trying to sell me. Yeah. Can't commit, but I, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I will say Survivor comes back in a month. So Lurs and everybody, get your get your teams rocking. They just dropped the rosters today, so I'll send out the rules yep. and everything soon. And then to piggyback, and then obviously we'll do our March Madness bracket challenge again as well. But then pick them top ten. It looks like the all favorites are going to take it all the way. So that means, I guess, maybe second place gets a T-shirt, no trophy, whatever it may be. Caleb Smith second. I'm third. Travis is fourth. Duvall, you're fifth. Caleb Davis is sixth. Jacob Barea seventh. Levi eighth. Eddie Hutto ninth. And Brittany McKinney tenth. Jeeves, you're thirteenth. Lurs, you're fourteenth. Oh, nice. Hey, yeah. man, I was down at the – Dumps, I guess a lot of people stopped picking. Yes, it's a lot of people have yeah, stopped a lot, picking. a lot of people stopped picking. I looked on Sunday. Yeah, Jeeves was in like 40th, and then everybody stopped picking, and he just kept picking, and he's finally made his way up to the top. It's a battle of attrition when it comes yeah. to, the, to this one when you pick a whole football season straight up. So yeah. uh, appreciate all who joined and who stuck around. If you didn't, I get it. It's understandable. But, yeah, so we'll have all those coming, coming your way, fantasy game-wise and all that good stuff. But. All right, I think we'll we'll probably reconvene once after they hire all the coordinators post Super Bowl, all that good stuff, and and figure out how this is going. And I guess you know the next big shoe to drop would be the Derek Carr thing. Is are they going to cut him? Are they going to trade him? Obviously, I don't want to trade any assets for any QBs unless you're going up and getting that rookie. So, yep. let's just right. cross our fingers that that's the plan. And and if they go all in, they go all in for a rookie. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm down with it. All right. Well, Caleb, how do we end the podcast? Peace. Nice, nice, nice. (laughs)